Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, may I have your attention? No need to touch that dial. Just kick off your shoes and relax your feet. It's time to unwind. And what better way to end your day than an evening with Pastor G? An evening. An evening. If there's a question on your mind, he'll answer it in time. An evening with Pastor G. Thank you for joining tonight's podcast episode of An Evening with Pastor G. Get ready for a word and prepare to be blessed. Hallelujah. He's worthy. Hallelujah. I want us to look this morning at Matthew chapter 14, 13 through 21. I was in prayer this week, my Lord. What, what word would you give me for your people? And while I was up north, I went walking along the shoreline, and, and God literally just began to download this word in my spirit. Um, and so um, I, I want to share it this morning. Matthew 14, 13 to 21. Um, and I normally read the New Living Translation, but, but last night something jumped out at me in the NIV, and so on. The words, they'll be familiar, and we'll get to the same destination. Um, but, but let's look at the word. When Jesus heard what had happened, he withdrew by boat privately to a solitary place. Hearing of this, the crowds followed him on foot from the towns. When Jesus landed and saw a large crowd, he had compassion on them and healed their sick. As evening approached, the disciples came to him and said, This is a remote place, and it's already getting late. Send the crowds away so they can go to the villages and buy food themselves. Jesus replied, They do not need to go away. You give them something to eat. We have here only five loaves of bread and two fish, they answered. Bring them here to me, he said. And he directed the people to sit down on the grass. Taking the five loaves and the two fish and looking up to heaven, he gave thanks and broke the loaves. Then he gave them to the disciples, and the disciples gave them to the people. They all ate, somebody say all, and were satisfied. And the disciples picked up 12 basketfuls of broken pieces that were left over. My God. The number of those who ate was about 5,000 men, not including women and children. It, it was getting late. This is, this is a precarious situation. Send them home. And they can go to the villages and, and buy themselves their own canned goods. But Jesus said, they don't need to go away at a moment like this. You, the church, you, you man of God, you, you woman of God, with all that's going on around you, you, you make sure they have a word. You, you make sure they fed. We only have five loaves of bread and two fish. Bring it to me. And, and, and he looked up to heaven, gave thanks, broke the loaves, 
and gave it to the disciples and said, now give it to the people. And they all ate. <laughs> God. And they all I want to encourage those that are here and those that are watching with this thought this morning. It's in his hands now. It's in his hands now. I wish somebody would just shout, it's in his hands now. Just, 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 just look at the other side and just say, it's in his hands now. Lord, I've studied, I've prepared myself. I've heard from you, so now God, pour out of me what you've poured in me. That when we leave here with God, we're not worried about anything, but we're leaving out here saying we have the victory. God, I pray right now that somebody's watching, that there will be this broadcast saying that I have the victory and that it's in his hands. God, I pray that somebody that will rewind this and look at it later on, they'll be encouraged to say it's in his hands now. And so because it's in your hands, I don't have to worry. I don't have to fret. I don't have to fall apart. I don't have to lose any sleep, God. It's in your hands now. And so we thank you in advance for what you're going to do. And all those believe you already have the victory, come on, just give God some praise and say amen. It's, it's in his hands now. You, you ought to just say that so that resonates with your spirit. It's in his hands now. Oh, shucks, y'all say it like you mean it. It's in his hands now. E even if you're not worried about COVID-19, you got something that's on your plate, and it's been bothering you, it's been stressing you out, I, I dare you just to say, it's in his hands now. On, on last week, I stood before you and I told you that God got a blessing for you. And this morning, I want to follow it up by telling you that God cares for you. Okay. Can, 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 I, can I tell somebody this morning that God cares for you? Can, 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 can I tell somebody that, that's watching, God cares for you? Numbers 624 says, so, so may the blessing of the Lord be upon you, and may he protect you. God cares for you. In Matthew chapter 14, Jesus learns of the beheading of, of John the Baptist, and upon hearing this news, Jesus withdrew by boat privately to a solitary place. He had heard the news that, that, that Herod had John the Baptist beheaded because John the Baptist told him, it, it's wrong what you're doing by being with Herodias. And so, as a consequence, he had him beheaded. And now this news has made its way to Jesus. And Jesus, upon hearing this news, uh, he withdraws to a place of solitary. I don't care how close you are to God. Some news is so dark and gruesome uh, that not only does it test your faith, uh, but it causes you to pause. God, y'all better talk back to me this morning. Uh, Jesus heard the news of John the Baptist, uh, and upon hearing this dark and gruesome news, uh, he said, I've just got to press pause. I don't care how close you are. This is Jesus, uh, God's son, and upon hearing this news, uh, 
he has to pause. And I've come to remind somebody uh, that I don't care how saved, sanctified, uh, Holy Ghost filled, speaking in tongues you are, that every now and then when you hear some dark and gruesome news, uh, it will make you withdraw. It'll make you withdraw to where you just need to quote Heather Headley, I need me some me time. Oh, y'all better talk back to me this morning. Y'all, you, you ever felt like you just need some me time? Oh, y'all don't need no me time. Okay, every now and then, I just need me some me time. Not some you time, some me time. Every now and then, you just need to get away. Hearing the dark and gruesome news this past week of 4,300 deaths and rising from COVID-19, it, it will drive you to a place of solidarity and make you cry out for me time. CNN, Fox News, Channel 2, 4, 7, 5, 13, 11, uh, watching what's going on around the nation uh, will make you say, I just need to escape from it all, uh, and I just need to have some me time. And, and, and so Jesus needs some me time, and yet here is the challenge of being in leadership. Hear me, leaders. Hear me, preachers. Hear me, pastors. Here's the challenge of being in leadership. Jesus is dealing with the same news that everyone has heard and is processing, but they turn to him for guidance. They've all heard about the beheading. They've all heard what's going on across the land, but because he's in a leadership position, they, they turn to him for guidance. The crowds followed him. They sought after him. Every leader... Be mindful of what you desire. Oh, y'all better talk back to me. Every person that would have aspirations of being in leadership, be, be mindful of what you desire. It'll cause you to have to sacrifice some of your me time. I, I, I plan to be up in Santa Cruz and have me a nice hotel. It was on the beach, y'all. And I, I, don't y'all judge me in Facebook land. I, I was going to have me a couple of drinks with an umbrella. Oh, y'all don't want to be real this morning. Y'all don't want to be real. Y'all can't be real. Y'all can't be real this morning, okay? And, 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 and I wasn't coming to church this morning. But, 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 but when the more and more I watch the news, Said so you gotta be with the flock this morning. You 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 gotta bring comfort and calmness to those that are watching you saying uh, what we going to do. Jesus heard the news and he, he escapes, but 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 the crowds followed him. Jesus exchanging solitude for solution upon seeing the large crowd, he had compassion on them and healed their sick. Hearing of global pandemics, whether it's poverty, whether it's racism, whether it's homelessness, whether it's COVID-19, should not only move you to compassion, but solicit a cry for healing. That's what you got to do this week. Lord, heal our land. 
That, that, that's what we have to pray this week. Lord, heal our land. Oh, y'all talk to me. Well, won't, won't you just yell it out right now? Lord, heal our land. Lord, 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 move up and down the coastlines right now and heal our land. Lord, move from state to state, heal our land. Move from country to country and heal our land. Lord, move from my house to my neighbor's house, heal our land. Move from one area cold to the next area cold, heal our land. Lord, heal our land. As evening approached, as the days, as perhaps the weeks passed, the disciples came to Jesus and said, this is a remote place and it's already getting late. We haven't sprung time forward yet. Y'all catch that next week. Yeah. Um, um, it's getting late. Send the crowds away so they can go to the villages uh, uh, and they can quarantine themselves. Send them away and let them buy food for themselves. Let them fight in the Costco lines by themselves. Send them away. Church folk told Jesus, send them away. Let them go to Walmart and fight over the last bottle of water. Send them away and let them go to Costco and fight over the last package of toilet tissue. Send them away. And Jesus said, no, I ain't doing that. <laughs> they don't need to go away. Um, I tell you what, you give them something to eat. <laughs> uh, you hear? They, they said, Jesus, send them away. It's, it's late. Um, um, uh, 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 it's an epidemic. It's getting ready to become pandemic. Um, send, send them away. And he said, no, nah, I ain't doing that. He said, I tell you what, uh, 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 you give them something to eat. At a time when our nation is facing global warming, at a time when our nation is facing a, a global pandemic, at a time when an epidemic of fear across the land is breaking out, the church has a mandate not to send people away, but give them something to eat. Yeah, that's why I interrupted the trip. That's why I had to come back and talk to you. That's why I had to come back and talk to Facebook. Uh, somebody says, I need something to eat. I need something that's going to sustain me this upcoming week. I need something that's going to undergird me. I need something that's going to put my fears on ease. I need a word from the Lord. You give them something to eat. Matthew 4 and 4 paraphrase, man shall not live on bread alone, but need a word from the Lord. I think somebody came here this morning and said, I need a word from the Lord, God. Uh, uh, would you just look at somebody and say, I need a word from the Lord. Uh, that's why I got out my bed this morning. Uh, that's why I got in my car. That's why I drove here. I need a word from the Lord. Uh, somebody watching on Facebook said, uh, that's why I tuned in. Uh, I need a word from the Lord. Uh, I've heard from CDC. Uh, I've heard from the White House. But what does the Lord say? I need a word. 
The only way I'm going to come through this uh, is by standing on the word of God. Uh, the only way I'm going to be able to understand uh, what's going on around me, uh, I need a word from the Lord. He says, give them something to eat. He says, give them something to eat. Because they need a word. And God sent me here on assignment this morning to tell somebody uh, uh, that says I'm dealing with COVID-19 and to tell somebody that says I'm dealing with the aftermath of 2019 uh, 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 that God has a word for you. <laughs> That's what I want to tell somebody. Uh, that whether you're dealing with COVID-19 or uh, whether you're still dealing with what you went through in 2019, uh, God has a word for you. Uh, God, look at somebody, don't high-five them uh, and say, God has a word for you. Uh, uh, somebody in the crowd, somebody in the crowd, they remarked, uh, Jesus, all we have here is five loaves of bread and two fish. And Jesus must have thought, I don't recall asking you what or how much you have. I just gave you the command, feed them. Never did he ask them what you have. Never did he ask them how much you have. He just said, feed them. In other words, I know you already have something uh, that you can give them uh, that will bring them through uh, what they're going through. Uh, can I tell somebody, uh, God has what you need. Um, some, somebody says, uh, I'm God, do I have enough? And God said to tell somebody, you have enough. <laughs> so, did you hear me? I said, some, somebody is asking God, do, do, do I have enough? Do, do we have enough? And God is saying, somebody, you have enough. God. Huh? Ha, ha. He says, watch this. Bring what you have to me, God. Is there anybody here this morning uh, that has something to give to God? Uh, I said, is there anybody here this morning that have uh, something? To, I said, is there anybody watching me that has something uh, that you can give to God? Uh, he says, bring me what you have. And so they brought the bread, they brought the loaves, uh, and, and Jesus, watch this, looked out at the multitude, the 5,000 plus, and said, y'all sit down on the grass. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, he said, take a chill pill. <laughs> He says, sit down on the grass because you, you, you're anxious. Uh, um, you're pressing up against one another. You, uh, sit down on the grass. Chill. Uh, can I tell somebody, chill? Uh, that's what I want to tell somebody watching, chill. Uh, just relax yourself. Uh, would you just look at your neighbor and say, relax your neck. Uh, everything's going to be all right. Uh, relax yourself. Uh, at ease. God got this. 
Can I tell somebody at ease, God got this. God, ha, ha, your neighbor two seats down from your need to be reminded, God got this. God, ha, just look at somebody and say, God got this. Yeah, yeah. I know you're panicking, but God got this. I know if your job lay you off, you're wondering how you're going to pay your bills, but God got this. I know your check may be short and you wonder how the shortfall is going to come in, where, where it's going to come from, but God got this. I know you're wondering, Pastor, are we going to have enough tithes and offering? I know you're wondering, Pastor, are we going to have enough to still meet the building fund deadline? And the word from the Lord is God got this. Uh, oh yeah, somebody just either open your mouth and shout, God got this. In fact, I only want to hear from people uh, that have a deficit in some area in your life. Uh, the word from the Lord is, uh, God got this. <laughs> Oh, shucks. Uh, this side, tell this side. God got this. Uh, it's like a cheerleading competition. Uh, this side, look at that side and say, uh, God got this. Uh, look at that camera and just tell Facebook and the nation, uh, God got this. I, I wish somebody would just shout in your spirit, God got this. God, God got this. Jesus says, chill, sit down. He says, relax yourself at ease. I got this. And so he took the five loaves and the two fish and looked up to heaven. Uh, don't y'all miss this. Sometimes we in such a rush to get to the miracle that we miss the small details. Look, look what the text says. He took the five loaves. You got to give them what you want them to have. He took the five loaves and, and two fish and looked up to heaven. My God, Proverbs 3, 6 says, In all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct your path. You better start looking up to God. You better start looking to God. I know you've been looking at CNN. I know you've been watching Fox News. But you better keep your eyes on God. God, because huh? he's about to do something. Huh? What if I told you in the midst of this virus huh, that healing's going to break out worldwide? Huh? What if I told you huh, that a mad scientist started this, huh, but God's going to finish it? Huh? What if I told you, huh, don't the vision tarry, huh? if you just wait on it, huh, it shall, huh, it shall huh, surely uh, come to pass. Huh? Say it with me. God got this. God. God, God got this. And so he gave, he gave thanks. God, he, 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 he took the loaves and looked up to heaven. And then um, the next clause says, he gave thanks. <laughs> Somebody said there's not much, but he took what he had and he gave thanks. 
I, I just want to pause and give somebody a chance to tell God thanks. God, uh, you was in such a rush to get here this morning, you forgot to tell God thanks. Uh, I'm giving you permission right now to say, God, thank you. Uh, uh, you were so tired last night. Uh, and while you were sitting in your chair, you fell asleep. Uh, but God was so good, he woke you up this morning. Uh, and you was in such a rush to get in your car, you didn't say thank you. Uh, I'm giving you a chance to tell God thanks. Uh, uh, there ought to be somebody to open their mouth uh, and say, God, thank Thank you. I know somebody looking at what you have, and they don't think it's much. But I wish you would still tell God thank you anyway. I wish you would just look at somebody and roll your neck and say, it may not be much to you, but it's mine, and I'm going to thank them. I wish I had somebody that had just started worshiping him right now. Say, it may not look like much to you, but it's mine, and I'm going to thank them. Can somebody just say, thank you, Lord? Look at somebody and say, Lord, I thank you. Look at somebody and say, you better say, Lord, thank you. Find one more person and say, Lord, thank you. It don't look like much to somebody. But, but thank you. It's a part-time job. But you better say thank you. I know you're living in a room in a house, but say thank you. I know your car leaks more oil than gas. But it got you here this morning. You better say thank you. Thank you. I know you're still standing on the corner, sucking on a lollipop, waiting on Metro. But you better say thank you. Open your mouth and just say thank you. He, he, he gave thanks and broke the loaves. Then he gave them to the disciples. And the disciples gave them to the people. Okay, 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 okay. I, I didn't always take AP classes. Let me give it to you one more time. Uh, he, he gave thanks and broke the loaves. Then he gave the broken loaves to the disciples. And the disciples gave the broken loaves to the people. Uh, oh, God. Uh, Jesus says, um, while I thank you for giving me whole loaves of bread. Oh God, don't you miss this. Uh, while, while I thank you for giving me something that's all neat, God. Uh, while, while I thank you that you packaged it where it was all together. Uh, the reality is, God help me, um, I specialize uh, in using marred uh, and broken pieces, God. Uh, Y'all don't even know when to shout. Uh, I said they gave him a whole loaves, uh, and he said thank you for trying to be all dignified. Uh, they gave him a whole loaves. Uh, thank you for trying to be all neat and refined. Uh, Gave them whole loaves. Huh? Thank you for trying to have your act together. Huh? But can I tell you something? Huh? I specialize huh? in using broken pieces. Huh? I specialize huh? in using marred things. Huh? Okay, you want some word to go with it? Huh? I'm glad you do. Huh? Jeremiah 18. Huh? Jeremiah 
get down there to the potter's house. And when he got down to the potter's house, he saw that the potter was at the wheel. He was forming something, but then it was marred. It was messed up. Something went askew. But guess what happened? He didn't throw the clay away. The text said he just began to mold something new. Is there anybody here this morning? Say, I'm glad he didn't throw me away. Oh, y'all been saved all your life. I need seven or eight people. Say, I was marred at one time. I was messed up at one time. But he used me nonetheless. Would you look at somebody and say, God uses broken pieces. Oh, you don't believe he used broken pieces? Okay, Mark chapter 14. There was a woman had an alabaster box. Look what the Bible said. That she came in, fell down before him, and broke the box and released a sweet-smelling perfume. Can I tell somebody that broken things can produce something good? I wish I had somebody uh, that wasn't trying to be all dignified uh, and could just brag for a few minutes uh, about what God's done for you uh, and say broken pieces uh, can produce something good. Uh, I am uh, a living testimony. Uh, that's not all of y'all. Uh, I just need about eight to twelve people uh, that ain't ashamed uh, to say when I look back uh, over my life and I think things over I can truly say that I've been blessed I am a testimony broken but he used me y'all want some Bible I've got plenty of Bible for you in Acts chapter 27 there was a ship that was all together it was neat but they hit a storm. They encountered a virus that broke it apart. And it looked like everyone was going to drown. But the Bible said on broken pieces, they made it to shore. Can I tell somebody that God specializes in using broken pieces? If you don't believe Jeremiah, if you don't believe the woman with an alabaster box, if you don't believe Paul and crew, look at me. I am a living testimony. Look at me. Somebody ought to shout. Broken, battered, bruised, but used. Oh, shucks. Look at somebody. Say broken, battered, bruised, but used. Is there anybody that God uses you? Give him some praise. And the Bible said that he gave the broken pieces 
to the disciples and the disciples gave the broken pieces to the people and verse 20 said here it is they all ate about 5,000 men not including the men and the women I said they all had their knees met they all were satisfied every care was met every concern was met every issue was dealt with and they all were satisfied did I tell you God cares for you look at your neighbor and say God cares for you. Look at somebody and say, God cares for you. Y'all excuse me. I feel my anointing on me now. God cares for you. Just yell it in the air. God cares for me. And the disciples picked up after they had fed the multitude, twelve basketfuls of broken pieces that were left over. I've got to get out of here. But when I read this in the past, I always thought that the twelve baskets that were left over were for the disciples. So the next time they encountered a crowd, they'll have something to give them. And God said, Nabu, the 12 baskets were for the disciples to remind them that next time they encounter coronavirus, they won't have to panic. That the next time they encounter SARS, that the next time an epidemic break out, you ain't got to fret. Just look at what God has already done. Just look at God. Just look at what God. Just look at what God has already done for you. Look at somebody and say he left you with something so the next time you can just look at what he's done and give him a Shabbat and give him a praise. I thank God for my mama's testimony. I thank God for my daddy's testimony. But I'm glad I've got my own basketball. I've got my own basketball. I've got my own. Tell somebody I've got my own basket full of testimony. Look at somebody and say, I've got my own basket full of testimony. He says, I'm going to give you a reminder. It's not for others. This basket full is for you. That the next time you encounter a storm, and there will be, 
bubonic plague, SARS, AIDS, coronavirus, COVID-19, there will be another storm. But here's my hope. You don't fall apart. Here's my hope, man and woman that's listening to me, that you don't fall apart. And that you remember, you've got your home basket full of blessings of what he's done for you. He gave them 12 baskets full left over. It's in his hands now. I'm done. Get you home. But it's in his hands now. <laughs> Sherman. Don't do it, Sherman. Y'all been around me long enough. No, I don't, I don't just run to the cross for the sake of running to the cross. But as I was driving in this morning, I was meditating over the sermon in my mind. I said, it's in his hands. He, he said, Sherman, tell them they shouldn't be so surprised it's in my hands. Sherman, tell those that are brave to press their way and tell those that are brave to tune in. There was another time the world was dark. This, this, this is not the first time we've had a dark and dreary situation. There was another time it was dark and dreary. And all of civilization was threatened. God who had breathed himself into Virgin Mary and produced himself in the flesh has now gone to the cross. It was dark. And the word he cried out, Father, into thy hands. I commit my spirit. It's in his hands now. And can I tell you something? What better place? That, that, that's what I want to tell somebody. It's in his hands now. Look at your neighbor. Say, neighbor, it's in his hands now. Turn to somebody and say, neighbor, it's in his hands now. Maybe you're not dealing with COVID-19, but, but, but you got your home whirlwind. You, you, you got your home virus. You got your home issue. And if you listen to all the noise around you, it'll cause you to lose hope. It'll cause you to throw in the towel. But I've got some good news for you. It's in his hands now. Yeah. Stand on your feet.
Thank you for listening to An Evening with Pastor G. This concludes tonight's podcast episode. Please remember to tune in next week, same time, same podcast station, and always remember to keep walking by faith.